Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast. We got AJ, we got Eric, we got Rudo. Avs, they did a turbo dunk. There was some turboing, there was some dunking. There was a win 6-2 to two over the San Jose Sharks. I've got a 60-second rundown for you to kick it off. Birthday edition. Uh, first period, it almost got a little bit dicey there. The Avs almost didn't score on a five-minute major power play, but they did. And then they scored again. And then they scored again. And then San Jose scored. And then the Avs scored again. And again. And then San Jose scored. And then the Avs scored again. Damn. Six to two final. Honestly, though, Nathan McKinnon, wonderful night. Four point night for him. He becomes the second place all-time point producer for the Colorado Avalanche tonight. Single-handedly did it. Even with the Sega Baba, the Avs were kind of firing on all cylinders for the important parts of the game. Did they throw it into cruise control in the second period a little bit? Yeah. Did they throw it into cruise control when they were up 5-1 a little bit? Yeah. But they could. They got away with it because they dominated the offensive uh, part of the game when they needed to. And that's how you get yourself an easy win on a Sega Baba. Sega Baba. Uh, I mean, let's let's start here with Nathan McKinnon since he's who I brought up. This is the guy that takes the abs wherever they need to go, right? When you get a performance like you did out of him tonight. Where are they going? To a Stanley Cup. Oh, okay. I-25, just straight down. <laughs> I guess they're going to Chicago next, right? That's the... By plane. Yeah, well. So, with, uh, let me let me ask you it this way. And I know the answer is probably no, but is there a world where Nathan McKinnon gets into awards conversations in this season? His career has taught us that getting into the conversation is the one thing he can do. <laughs> but not win. It's actually winning them. Okay. He's got some, uh, we counted him tonight, four top five finishes in the heart. He does. He also has a sixth place finish Oof. for fun. And a second place finish in the Conn Smythe. So pretty good in, at not winning them. Being yeah. in the awards conversation, something he's definitely <laughs> capable of. <laughs> or if you break it down, yeah, he's had a great year so far overall, obviously, with the point streaks and the points. And But if you take his last, like, 8, 10 games, for me, probably been the best player in the National Hockey League. So there you go. You keep doing those things like that, then at the end of the day, you'll, you'll be in the conversation for what you just asked. Some kind of a question. Yeah. All right. All right. He's Fair been enough. outstanding. He's been, a, he, like we talked about, he's been absolutely savage. Uh, yeah, a monster for the Avs over this last handful of games, even in some of the losses. Hard to pin it on Nathan McKinnon on any given night. Um, I pinned last night on him. Why? Because <laughs> he's there. Okay. Sure. It's, it was him. If you want to blame him, you go ahead and blame him. Uh, tonight. Take first, that, Nathan. First goal of the game. Uh, I mean, that, walk me through this power play, right? Because they play four and a half minutes of... Not very good power play time. And then one great play fixes it, right? Pretty much, man. Is that acceptable? Yep. Okay. You'd like for it to be better, but the point is to score. Yeah. They scored. And and for me, that's the play of the game. If they don't score, you know, they scored about 30 seconds to go. Mm -hmm. Just about five minute major. You don't score. It's a tough one. It's a momentum like killer for you. It's a momentum boost for the Sharks. All of a sudden, yeah, yeah, guys, we killed that. You know, let's go. It's a different game. So that that goal changes things around. For me, that's the play of the game. Did I like their first four and a half minutes? No, I thought they were horse poo-poo. I mean, they were awful. It was just not. It's what you show, like, 10-year-olds and say, this is what not to do. You know what I mean? And then their entries, their possession, uh, their position play. It was awful. You know what I mean? But then... They're elite players. When they want to and when they can turn it on, they make that play. It's the play of the game for me. Change the game around. They win 3 nothing the first period. Game over. Amen to that. I, is it complicated? Is there a complicated solution to Colorado's power play, or is it just eventually your best players will make a play like they did setting up Val for a tap-in goal, essentially. Well, and especially with no Kale McCarr, you know that, and, and with Devontae's there, you're not going to have that 
extra charge really at the top. dangerous yeah. scoring threat from out high. So teams for- should, in theory, be defending you a little differently. And playing east to west like that and stretching them out, that's a good way to do it. You kind of use Devontae as a decoy, and you essentially play four on three down low with the high forward out there kind of keeping an eye on Devontae. Yep. Um, so I, I'm fine. Like, okay. Them getting set up was the part that was hard. Yep. Once they did, it wasn't. It, they, it was neither fine. unit yeah. struggled to yep. generate oh, yeah. chances. Before that goal, Ryan Johansson had their two best scoring chances uh, or two it's best true. plays it's true. on that five-minute power play until that play. So um, without Makar, the, the adjustment should be, okay, now you're playing through your guys down low. You're going east-west a little more. Okay. Um, that's I, I don't think that's going to be sustainable because it's really hard to make cross-ice passes like that. Like That's the thing that, t- that penalty kills actively seek to yeah. take away from you. You take it if they're given, but they're not given all that often. And we saw them try and force some. Uh, they For always sure. try and force some. Guys with that kind of skill have a lot of confidence in, in that skill. So uh, when we saw, us, we saw two of them, basically, where they just said, okay, we've got a guy that's in front. Um, we're going to get that puck to that guy. Yep. And they did, and then, you know. You're not you're not shooting and beating the goaltender very much right now on that on the power play. You are not. So stop doing it. Find another solution. Get closer to the goalie and create a higher danger kind of chance. Great. It worked. A chip shot. It worked. Good good solution. You have Val on the back door on one of them. Then you Miko have Miko on the opposite yeah. back door. Yeah. You have Miko standing in front um, with that little chip play that he yep. likes so much. Worked great. Uh, Eric do Val and Miko get credit for going to Pizza Hut there, or is that a more uh, they like walked in the back door of the the restaurant and got food secretly? Well, a little bit of both. Where did right? that metaphor you know, go? It's like, yeah, it went well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know what he's saying. Um, but I know it, it's a little bit of both, right? They do get there. Miko does choke the bat right there. Yeah, that's sure. right in front of them. That's Pizza Hut, and then Val. As we know, he's made a living this year there, right? He's been so good within two feet of the blue paint there. He's right there. On the, those are elite players, meaning like Max Pass to yeah. to, to, to Miko. Miko finds, you know, Val, on the Val in the front. And on the opposite. Drew found him. But yeah. or, or what I saw, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. What I'm saying is, uh, Drew, and, I mean, he called them... Picasso, what'd you call them? Shakespeare. 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 So that's the guy that can make plays, right? You know, with a pocket and a power play players that are yep. so elite so starting yeah, to pen a pretty decent sonnet he's he's, he's starting to you know it's nicer than a third grade painting it's getting we're getting there you know what i mean like <laughs> oh no no sorry he's a writer sorry shakespeare's a writer so he is a writer i was saying picasso sorry i went to painting i got all confused i'm french um <laughs> but anyway they got two goals there on the power play that's huge did mm. we do we get Pissy with it sometimes, yes. We, I was getting pissy with that power play. The That's first why. one, yeah. Understandably. Remember, I was just saying in the watch long, like, oh, my God, they don't score here in those next 30 seconds. That's a killer. It was a they huge problem. Skiing, it was, it's a huge problem. And then next thing you know, they score. Oh, it turns the game around. So, again, yep. frustrating because they are frustrating, you know, but productive as they scored two tonight and those – those are the big. That's a big difference between the two teams. And you're talking the first, uh, certainly that top unit on that five minute power play. Yeah. What was frustrating about the goal leading up to it is that they weren't making a sim- the simple play. Yep. McKinnon gets the puck stripped from him on an entry, or he gives it away on yeah. an entry that he gets cleanly. Could have just held it. Yeah. And then instead of instead of carrying the puck with him along the wall, he drops it back to the guy behind him. There's a defender right there. There's nobody in front of him, and you're just like, God, dude, like you're making this too hard on yourself a little bit. Keep it simple. Keep it like take what's being given to you. And when you see they get it set up, the Sharks give away plenty. They're awful. Yep. It turns out that the one full day of rest that they had in Denver last night did not make them better. (laughs) They took what was given to them and they dominated. But, but, But going back to the power play, like. I'll compare those guys to artists. Sometimes they can be misunderstood. If that's the word, you know what I mean? Like it's they're so creative, they're so artistic. You hear that all the time. So those elite players, the max of the world, and they're artists. You know what I mean? They're just not lunch pail guy. Like Miles Wood's a lunch pail guy. Yeah. Right? You know, Miko, Nate, they're they're artists. They're special, right? They're 
they have a special talent that most people don't have, you know. So at times it can be frustrating, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So like I said, misunderstood is that the word? Maybe I don't know, but I'm just you know I think that's what I'm trying to compare. Also, when you talk about their artists, the obsession with whatever their version of accountability yeah. is, <laughs> whatever different. whatever you want to exactly, it's you different. hold them to a different standard. You give them more leeway because Absolutely. they give you more. Yeah, that's right. When they are making their art, in this case, <laughs> I love it. So uh, just just like as as the conversation has been this four four and two stretch, you know, when are they going to do something about McKinnon or you know take the A from him or what? you need to no. you need to bench Miko or no, no, you know whatever yeah. whatever these solutions have been suggested for holding those guys accountable and sending whatever message. No, this tonight is the night. This is why you live with those things and you don't do silly stuff and overreact mm-hmm. to one game. Or even a stretch of games where you're like, yeah, this is frustrating. But again, you have six years of information here that say these two guys are unreal. Yeah. it. You give an artist a paintbrush that might be a little bit harder to use. Sometimes they make mistakes. Sometimes you got to get a new canvas. That's Nathan McKinnon and Miko Rantanen sometimes. Yep. With someone who doesn't have that ability, you give Logan O'Connor the finger paint. <laughs> That's true. You can't mess it up. But you can still make some quality out of it. Yeah, I love it. Just look at the uh, the paintings you saw on the Avs broadcast tonight. All right? Some of those were pretty darn good. Not going to lie. Most of I wouldn't even venture to say all of them are better than anything I would be capable Same. of. Same. So you just have to understand, obviously you would love for McKinnon and Rantanen to play perfect, but you live with some of the downsides because of some of the upside that comes with that. Mm-hmm. You can get mad at a at an errant pass, but you let them do that because sometimes they actually execute and make that pass effectively. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Unlike a less skilled player who you don't live with that pass because he'll never succeed at it. It's just kind of the reality of, of those types of players. Uh, obviously, it worked well enough tonight, and the Avs rammed it home on San Jose plenty throughout the game. And this is where I think you start talking about an interesting night because yes, did McKinnon play great? Did he have a four point night? Was he awesome? Totally. But you also got scoring from kind of everywhere tonight. When you look up and down the lineup, six, two game. And I think all but three forwards, three or four forwards. Yeah. yeah. Get points for you. It's like, (laughs) LOC didn't get a point, but he still played great. Could have easily got a <laughs> easily got a point. But I mean, you look. Druin had a two point night. You get points from Miko and Nachushkin. You get points from Cogliano. Miles Wood scores a goal. Ross Colton gets an assist. Caleb Jones has an assist on the defensive side. I think Taves, Taves had an assist did. as well. Yeah. Yep. On nights like you're that, and you're getting it from everywhere. You're not going to lose much, man. Yeah, hard to nitpick a night like that, right? Yeah. Your stars showed up and turbo dunked on these guys, but then also <laughs> your lineup is good. Yep. Ryan Johansson scores a goal for you. Miles Wood scores yep. a goal for you. Yep. And what, what I loved about the Duran two-assist uh, two night, they're not cheap. Certainly the first one was great. That was a nice pass. So, yeah, it's a great pass. Yep. The second one is him. Gets it through the neutral zone yeah, for him. He, he wins a battle along the wall in the neutral zone. Like the Uh-oh. exact thing that people Sorry, were talking I about. That's the one we were talking about. I he love can't, that one. He, can't, he can't make that play. Oh, this is the thing. He's not. He can only do the first assist, the power play assist. No. You look at him. He's now 11 points his last 19 games. We'll go back on that play. That's the one I thought we were talking about that one. Colton. He doesn't score because it's Woody that scores. Yeah. But Colton, Colton makes a great turns play around too, yeah. and he looks at Drew and he's like this. He's telling yeah. him like that was the point in the, uh, in the neutral zone. That was the play. He's the if guy the who play's starts not it. made. The goal doesn't happen, right? Ross Colton makes a real nice play on that on that oh, goal too. Oh yeah, yeah. The ball to a nice guy, and then Woody it makes it a great with shot. Drew. Yeah, all three guys. You're looking Thinking. at him and you're like, ah, awesome, cool, man. Big goal. Uh, let me since we're in this room, let me ask you about this. Drew and Colton Wood play as the second line tonight. I think there's probably some limitations on Wood playing that high in the lineup. Look at this. <laughs> but you look at that yeah. play from Druin and Colton, and does, does it make you go, hmm, hmm, could this work? 
Yeah, I mean, I would do it for now. Do it for the next couple of weeks. Keep it together, man. Why not? At least, at least get to the. Do it. Do it in Chicago. Sure. Okay. Kind of nice time. It's fine, man. It, if Colton keeps making plays like that and Drew keeps setting them up, I mean, I would. I, I think both Colton and Drew um well, certainly since the adjustment period of their first ten games, sure, are right in that forty point pace for the season. Yeah. Obviously, if you just conveniently chop off their bad the parts, first yeah. ten games, I, I hear you. But since then, you're They've talking been the players you wanted them to be exactly. And and Miles Wood is has been exactly the same guy that he has been for the last like seven years in New Jersey. Yep, it's just who he is. Is he? Do you want him as a on, as a second line guy? No. Do you honestly want Ross Colton as a second line guy? Probably also no. Yeah, but fair. that's a that's a line that hey, give him give him more burn. I mean, on a Sega Baba, though, you're, you're looking at Kiviranta is like seven seconds under 10 minutes, and Dermy is like, you know, 40, 50 seconds under. So you couldn't ask for a better spread of ice time yeah. tonight. Yep. You know, the, yep. the, dic- the play of the game kind of dictated the ice time, you know what yep. I mean, with, with the scoreboard. But everything, you know, everybody played. If I'm looking at it right now, like Taze played 23, whatever, on D, that, which is a lot. We knew that with Bar- Ed Bo. But up top there, Miko's under 23, and... Nate's under, I mean, he's at 21, so it's not, Val almost played 24 minutes. I mean, that's that's a lot, but um, other than that, I mean, Cogs at 11.52, Johansson 12.36. I like the spread yeah, of the ice time tonight. Yeah, it's a solid split, and being I, I ahead like as far as they were made it a lot easier. You didn't that's, have to make choices yeah. there, right? You're just no, no, like, you're yeah, just rolling, them. you're going, I like it. Yep, yep. Obviously, on a Sega Baba, that's important, and, you know, that's, when you take a 3 nothing lead, that's what happens. Well, and... and uh, that's the deal. Way too many nights, the Avs have made their lives harder than it had to be. Yeah. Tonight, they made their life easy. There wasn't any nonsense. There wasn't anything where the Avs are making brain-dead decisions that are making this game harder for themselves. Do they give up a couple of goals? Sure. Do you love them? No. But the Avs are always in complete control of this game. Yeah. But it was almost nonsense with that five-minute power play. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah, yeah it was mm-hmm. awesome. That's well, why. And, and you also had, a, you know, when you're, I think it was 5-2, mm-hmm. and Georgiev makes the nice glove save yep. on the yep. on the cross. On the, yep. The would have made it. I think. I think it would have made it five three. And like, you're not panicking at that point. It's still five three. But you don't but, love it. Yeah, but you're you're talking about. Come on, like this is not what you're after. Yep. But what uh, else? But your goaltender makes the save. Your your goaltender is gives you that chance. He's he's plenty good enough to win this game for you. He has a good night. Neither one of those goals you're looking. You're not even talking to Alexander Georgiev about those goals. Nope. You're not looking at him on video and saying a damn word to him. Yep. There's you're looking at him and nothing you're going, he can do on either. You're, you're talking about the. You, the second goal, you're looking at Bo Byram going, yeah. what the f***? Yep. And the first goal, you're just like, eh, boys, come on, whatever. If, if they make, Boom, run that play go. and get that tip, they good play. Yeah. Whatever. There's also, I'm using your phrase, the double agent. <laughs> there was Johnson and Joe's last game, right? Jacob uh, whatever, McDonald Buffalo. gives them Tonight, the five-minute Jacob McDonald, double agent, gives them the five-minute <laughs> major. So, I mean, it just it did slides help. right in there. Yep. Yeah. Makes a difference. It's about who you know. But to get back to Georgiev, though, you know, here's what I liked. He ends up having a solid night, like you talked about. What's more important for me is, personally, he gets out of Chateau Bow Wow, right? You know what I mean? Like the doghouse. He's he's kind of, now you're like, okay. Yep. Now you go back and, you know, you go to Chicago and then you have a big night and, you know, he should run the table. He should be playing every game this mm-hmm. week, right? And then you feel good about your game, you feel good about yourself. Of course, you play one game at a time. It's not what I'm saying, but but he gets out of it. You know what I mean? Like he gets out of the funk that he's yep. in. And now, if he wins the next game, and he does it under the same fashion, then then all of a sudden you're like, okay, I'm back. You know what I mean? Where this tonight is the start of something. You go back the next one. And you have another solid. And then he's like, okay, you're I'm out of it now. You know what I mean? Look, and then you go on a run. He yep. gets to feel good tonight. The stats look good tonight. That's right. Everything points towards good for Georgiev. Uh, and if you want to feel good, maybe you hit up Stadium Swim with Circa Resorts and Casinos yes. out in Vegas. You can go have a great time out there when you stay with Circa. Make sure you use code DNVR at CircaSports.com to get 20% off 
your stay in Vegas with Circa. They have the world's largest sports book. They have a giant casino that's 7,000 square feet. Already mentioned Stadium Swim. And they have over 500 rooms that'll fit whatever layout you need. Whatever your reason for heading to Vegas. Maybe it's the Broncos Raiders game. Maybe it's the uh, Avs versus Knights. Maybe it's something else entirely. Circa is the place to stay. And you can also download the Circa Sports app at circasports.com. Uh, of course, bets can only be made while physically located in Colorado. You must be 21 or older. All rights reserved. Circus Sports Colorado encourages you to gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER or visit problemgamblingcolorado.org. Uh, also brought to you by the uh, Fantastic Snarfs. Didn't have it tonight, but we had it yesterday. Uh, delicious stuff. You cannot go wrong with a Snarf Snarfs sandwich. They are, uh, they are A1 sandwiches. Get yourself over to Snarf's and enjoy yourself some delicious food. I had, a, I had the Reuben the last time. Mwah! To die for. Could, could eat it all day, every day. Uh, go check out Snarf's. If you haven't had the chance to get over there, get their fresh ingredients. Get it all. It's absolutely delicious stuff. Uh, and they have 26 locations in Colorado. I didn't realize it was that many. Either. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're all over the place. So if you're in Colorado, you can get yourself some snarfs. Tell you what I'm doing when I'm headed out of town on Friday. Swinging by a snarfs. Eh. <laughs> you know what you should do? Double or triple snarf. Put in the cooler right next to you. <laughs> Backup snarfs? There's, there's way better than... Too much Texas fast food that I don't oh, get here. Shoot, that's right. <laughs> that I want to get into while I'm down there. All right. The second I get close to a Bucky's. Yeah. <laughs> there goes all my Christmas budget. <laughs> Is gone. Selling it I'm all. I'm spending on myself <laughs> at Bucky's. Yep. Yep. It's but it's starting with snarfs. There you go. Hey. You got you to get at least one snarfs in there. Uh, get your snarfs today. Oh, check out a snarf burger if burgers are more your thing. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Uh, it's just a solid game all the way around from Colorado. Uh, look, we talked before the game. You really wanted to see the Avs come out and win this one, especially after the play against Winnipeg. Yeah. Yes, the Sharks are bad. Do they get credit for this being a Sega Baba and still showing out, or is should this just be the expectation? I hate to do it to you. Yeah, both it. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it is the expectation. We all talked in preseason. There are no excuses in this. You go and win this hockey game. Yep. And to win it in the fashion that they did, that's ex- I said in the, pre-se- in the pregame, they owed the Sharks a beating, and they gave it to them. They did. Um, there were moments that it could have gone. It could have been a more competitive game had other things happened, but it didn't. Yeah. The Avs executed. San Jose didn't. They took care of business. Did they lose the legs a little bit in the third period? Imagine that. They sure did. To be expected. <laughs> they sure did, and they still outscored San Jose in the period. They did. So, you know, it's... It is the expectation. Like it really is. You want you want to hold yourself to that standard. Hey, yeah. we had we had an embarrassing performance in a game that we really wanted to be more competitive in last night. Yep. It's not their fault San Jose was the team on the schedule. You can only play the game that you're in, something we talk about all the time. They needed they needed to put it on San Jose and they did. And so I think it's a great bounce back. They get credit for it. Mm-hmm. Had they lost this game, we'd be lambasting them. So oh, totally. You know, you you're not you're not like oh my god this is the this is the case for why this team is fine and they have no problems and everybody is good and blah 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 that obviously not but they they beat that ass tonight i mean I, they just did <laughs> yep and so yes you give them credit it's an nhl game okay the sharks we talked coming into this they had started 0 10 and 1 to yep. start the season and they were 9 8 and 2 i think after after that start, yep, just barely over five. I, yeah, nine, eight, they three, suck. Nine, two, they yeah. suck, but they've also beaten some teams recently. Sure, it's an NHL team. Any given night, yeah, they they beat that ass. You <laughs> go you go looking for something to be mad about tonight. It's because you want to be mad for sure. There's not one single area of this game that I'm gonna let people nitpick. I don't give a shit about power play goals <laughs> against. You look how they happen, and it's oh. like, give me a break. Yep. Look at the game situations in which those goals happen. Seriously, especially for the unit that has been consistently your best unit from the start of the year to today. That is your that is the most consistent unit that you have had. It is the one that you feel the absolute best about. 
and a unit that's pretty short-handed at the moment. Yeah, as a well. unit that has been very in flux with with its uh, no Gerard, yeah, yeah. with its no Macar, no yeah. Lekkonen. You are you are playing, especially defensively. You are playing guys on your blue line that you would not be playing in that situation otherwise. There is nothing about this game that you should legitimately be bothered by. Not one single thing. Yep. And if you are, you just sports may not be for you. <laughs> You've like you are you have got to find something to be joyful about at some point. And a and a six two win should be it. If you can't be joyful about that, yeah. I this guess is, like, my question would be what are you getting out of this? And and like and, and I'm not planning a parade. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying, oh man, they've turned it around, everything is fixed. No, dude. Oh. A good win's a good win, though. Oh, oh, San Jose, San Jose sucks. You needed to lay it on a team, and you did. Oh, hold on, but Tomas. Oh, say it right, Tomas. <laughs> Hertel. Hertel. He's a world class player. Yeah. yeah. Last I checked, he's good, scores man. two tonight. He's a good player. He's he good. makes nine million, whatever he is, nine million bucks a year. I mean, this guy's an elite player that represents his country. He's good. He scores two goals. All right. One of them is one of the sickest tips you'll ever see, like yeah. you just talked about. Changes complete direction, goes the other way. Yeah, that tell shot's me, probably going wide. Right? Tell me what you want done differently on the uh, uh, on the penalty kill that uh, stops yeah. that goal. Penalty killing is it's, about habits. It's about uh, it's not just always about numbers, right? You know what I mean? You have to go, and if you do the right things, it equals out after a while. Like yeah, on your power play, on your PK, so. Yeah, there's nothing to be mad about. Rudo, I'm going to give him credit because this is his birthday. <laughs> he turned 24. Too. I wish. awesome. Definitely. Um, you know, Rudo said it before the game, and and it's a term that's being thrown around sometimes. So stupid, like a must win. We're not that dumb. But it, it was a must win. I don't care what people say. You'll lose that game. You've lost the game before to Winnipeg. All of a sudden, you're erasing the two games that Bednar called the other day. Probably some of the... Two of the best games they've played yep. all year. You and know what I mean? Like again, like, maybe not the egg. whole game. But I'm just saying, like you know, in spurts, like they yeah, were dominant. Totally. They were back to their personality, right? To what they are. Yeah. Uh, and like tonight, their personality is why they strike quick. They strike two, three goals. Next thing I was like, oh, it's overwhelming for teams. So well, I in, like in the, the first period when the game is still competitive, you, you allow five shots on goal. That's yep. we talk like, about this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Even I mean, after like, the second, it was like 15 shots. They're against. a good so, like, team. And of course, the other team's going to crit, which I like. So, so Georgiev got dude. some shots, right? Georgiev got, got him, like we talked about it, got himself a chance to get out of Chateau Bow Wow. And then all of a sudden, it's a great team effort. It's a solid game. Now, what are you looking at on a positive side of the thing? You've won three out of four. Yep. You're going against opponents that you should beat. Again, you can only, you know, play the game that's on the schedule, but it's the National Hockey League. Like we know. Anyone can beat anybody on any given night, but you feel good about yourself. Your top guys are gone. Your goalie's out of the freaking doghouse. Your, you know what I mean? Your, your power play scoring is it perfect? No. There's a lot to look. And on top of it, on top of it, you're missing a bunch of guys, and some guys are, you know, Malinsky. Uh, last few games, right? We're yep. learning more about Sam Malinsky. Yeah. Tonight he gets killed. He gets stitches, whatever it is that he does. Comes back, still plays good. He's he's learning the vigorous, if that's a word, because I'm French, uh, way of the National Hockey oh, League, which word. is tough. And you get on a plane and you go play in a game. This guy played in college hockey. It's different. The weekend league. Yep. Right, Friday, Saturday. Yep. Great, awesome. You, you play know? 35 you games play a 35. year. This is hard. This is it's tough. Yeah, it's just played their 31st yeah. game. But the kid season. is taking it. Yep. Think about it. He was with us in Vegas. Mm -hmm. Came on the show with us yep. at Rookie Camp. Awesome. Nice kid. I mean, just awesome. Well, kid that gets it. And gets yep. it. Then he goes, okay, my deal is, okay, in the next five days, I'm in Vegas. I come back. It's the next two weeks. I'm in camp. Hopefully, I do a good impression. Oop, you get sent down to Loveland, right? Okay, I got to figure that out of my life. I got to go sign a lease on an apartment or whatever it is. Oh, now I'm back in the NHL. Oh, now I'm back on a plane tomorrow. I'm going over there. And then my eyes are going to swell up tomorrow on the plane. It's fine. It's awesome. So we're learning a lot about guys like that. We're mm -hmm. learning a lot about what these guys have in the tank. Caleb Jones, you know, has a tough night in Winnipeg. Play better tonight. I like that. I, I, what you know? We said on the pregame, after the Winnipeg game, you needed every single ab to play better. <laughs> and every single one did. That's yeah. it. They're listening to the show. It was Rudolph's birthday. They know that. And then they, they 
put it was in just effort. good hockey. That's it. Yeah. It was that's just why, good hockey. That's why McKinnon was so awesome tonight. He didn't like Rudo getting the spotlight for it being his true. birthday. He needed to take he, it. He had to upstage for himself. Him. The one true Nathan. Uh, no, you are the one true Nathan. I'm, I'm not. He's I'll, Mac. I'll be Rudo. You're Rudo. Yeah. Neither There's of us no can Nathan. be Nathan. It's all good. Uh, chat, you did get us to 100 likes, so thank you for that. We've got our vitamin W winner shots here. Dubs. Uh, we appreciate y'all. Let's uh, let's enjoy the vitamin W. Before we do our shots, mm-hmm. uh, can I just say, I'm no. not about to sing. We're not doing Are you going to do the Marilyn Monroe? To- I am not <laughs> singing to Rudo. <laughs> to Rudo? Uh, but I do, I do want to wish my partner in crime here a happy birthday. He is uh, a dude that I have been at this with for a long time. And uh, one of my favorite people in the world, and there isn't anybody in the world that I would rather be doing this with. He is behind the scenes, incredibly hardworking and dedicated. It's his birthday, and he's here. <laughs> so, and all the rest of us would take our. I take my birthday off every year. It helps that it's in August. And yeah, it's not a game it day. Just happens to be in December. But also, like this is a dude that he works very hard. He's very dedicated to this, and he is one of the best humans on the planet. So he deserves all of the celebration uh, that we give to him today. I know he hates this, so I'll wrap it up. But I do want to say happy birthday to him. Genuinely, the hundred likes and the the watch along hundred likes and shots, great. But this is my guy right here. This is my guy. Right back at you, bud. Please keep your shirt on. Give me another one. What? Oh, we're we, we changing yeah. again. All right. Please keep your shirt on. That shirt's staying on. No, thank you. Enough of that stuff. None of that nonsense. As always, our vitamin W shots are brought to you by Breckenridge Distillery. You can get their award-winning whiskey at BreckenridgeDistillery.com. Ships to all 50 states. Uh, You can order online. Or if you're local, go check out the distillery itself. They have an amazing restaurant. All sorts of cool stuff from Breck Distillery. Uh, (laughs) Getting back to the Avs hockey game, as Eric Eric needs a, a drink or something. No, he's, he's, he's getting walking the onto the set of the Broncos, yeah. and he's yeah. leaving ours. He's just abandoning oh, Eric his. is unhinged. <laughs> he's off the chain. Sponsors. He, is, he did go get the whiskey. Thank you. Show it off. I saw it on my right eye. I see everything on the ice. <laughs> my peripheral vision. SAT word, peripheral. Uh, you look at Colorado tonight, and I think it's just hard to be upset with the team that you see. So my question is. Yeah. How do they continue to be this team? Huh. Do they keep they... playing the Sharks? Well, yeah, that, <laughs> that would help. But but that's kind mm. of my point. How do they avoid the reputation of, oh, they only beat the bad teams? Well, you keep beating them. That does help. Because if they lose on Tuesday to Chicago, it'll be they didn't take it seriously. They played down to their opponent. They didn't respect the game. They didn't respect the, the other team. Blah, 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 blah. And today it's they can only beat the bad teams, right? One of those reps is better than the other, at least. Yeah, yeah, so just keep beating them, and then, you know, you are going to lose games to good teams. Hell, Mm -hmm. you're going to lose games to some bad teams along the way. That's part of the gig. So, you know, but the big thing here is just keep winning games. You want to be that team every night. You stay committed to the process. You play who you are. You you have some roster deficiencies. You have some problems with your roster. You have some injury guys, uh, injuries right now, some guys who are out. (laughs) <laughs> it's the NHL. Everybody does. Welcome to the league. You gotta, you've got to keep finding ways. Well, I mean, you, you only beat bad teams. A, a year and a half ago, they won the Stanley Cup, so they must have beaten some good teams, right? <laughs> Last year, they finished first in the division. They must have beaten some good teams. And right now, they're the top of their division. They are. Somewhere, somehow, they're they back at some the top. Teams. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I get it. It's, it, it. You know, there's always something to nitpick, you know, at the end of the day. They've had a very good season so far. Is there a lot to improve on? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Is there a roster deficiency? Absolutely. And that's why those guys, C-Mac, Joe, pro scouting, right, has nothing to do with amateur scouting, right, because these guys are doing their dirty yeah. work for – but they work every day to try to fix that thing and to prevent slides and, you know, uh, streaking on the other way where – look at the San Jose Sharks. They, they had that streak where they couldn't win a game. And that's how it creeps into you. And then it's, you know, it's, again, a lot of times it has to do with your roster or lack of leadership or, you know, expectations. And and once it goes out of control, it's tough to get back. Credit the San Jose Sharks. They got it back after that, you know. And then obviously they've been respectable since, right? But 
the avalanche. That's why when you lose a game, it's so important that you stop it. Yeah. You Good teams stop it right away. And that's why we read from our good buddy Brendan McNicholas, right? Was it last month? We were, we were looking at their 10-game segments. Like, they haven't had, like, or sorry, a losing month in, yeah. like, a few years now. Yeah, it's like 34 yep. straight it's months. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, when you think about it, that's consistency. Is it perfect? No. Right. Like the last month or whatever, 10-game segment, yeah. give and take. They're still 500. They're still 500. It wasn't that they went 2-8. and eight. And yeah. You know what I mean? you got to avoid those things. Exactly. If 4-4-2 four, four and two is your worst month, awesome. you're a good hockey You'll be fine because well, you're going to go. Statistically speaking, 4-4-2 four, four, and two is 500. Exactly. Because you have 10 of 20 points yep. That's it. in that stretch. If you're going to lose games, do it in overtime. The Islanders have mastered this art already <laughs> this year. The Stars have been the kings of this over the last couple of years. Yep. So, you know, it's just do that instead. Well, those guys, the way they're built, right, this team... And it should be like that for the Ooh. next few years with the core they have. And it's been like that the last few years. You're going to get, like we saw the first 10 segments, 7 and 3, 7 and 3. Then you're going to see maybe one or two like that, a, you know, 500 one. And then you're going to see one 10 and 0. You're going to see another one 9 and 1. So it's going to be like that. We'll look at it, play that clip at the end of the year. We'll see this kid's so, <laughs> this team's so predictable because they're so good. They're really good. This is a, this is a well-assembled team. Yeah. And this is a good team. Upper echelon team. All right. It, it is crazy that you talk about how, like, we focus so much on the deficiencies of the club. For sure. And we talk about, well, Very this, normal. Is, this is this is what needs to get better. Because we and this put it under a worried. microscope every single day. Ex- exactly. We're so, we drill down in, into the very minute details of it. So at times, it, I think it comes across as overly negative. But all three of us feel like this is a very, very good hockey team. Oh, yes. That's yep. going to be in it. They're going to be yep. right there. Any of the, it, after every loss, you always have people who are doing the, oh, they're going to, the, this is another first round exit. And it's just like, just stop. Like, you have yep. no idea. Yeah, but don't this think. Is, this, that's exactly what it sounds like after yes, losses. Yeah. Yes. Is, is <laughs> those guys come rolling into the chat. And that's trying to trying to trying to announce what an emergency it is. But with with this team, they're going to be there. And you start off your fourth 10 game segment with a win and a very, very good win. You put the last you put four, four and two behind you. You start off. Now you're one and oh again. You're one and oh, and you're looking yep. at the you're staring down the barrel of that schedule going. This should get better. Yep. But but that panic button is what makes this game so freaking fun. Because it's the wins and the losses and, and the highs and the lows and the ride that it takes you on is what makes it so fun and spectacular and so special. We live it together. We mm-hmm. do. We get pissed off last night. But don't think C-Mac, Joe, and those guys don't either. Or coaches. <laughs> they do the same thing. Yeah. Because you look at a game. Your job is to see what happened in that game. And then it's human nature to get down. You know, like, oh, God, this is so stupid and we're so dumb and we make this and... But then you got to be able to erase it and move on to the next one. That's why this game is so fun. I wouldn't want to be a football guy. You got to wait a full week, and you know what I mean. Again, I you know <laughs> it's just so different. Yeah. You know what I mean, let think about it. Like Caleb Jones makes that pizza yesterday, right? That's yep. a bad play. You got to be able to move on, right? Goldfish and you know like Ted Lasso, yeah. whatever it is. But you have a chance the next night to just go do it. He has a better game tonight. Gets an assist. Hall is forgotten, right? I'm just saying, you just move on. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of our sport, and that's what makes it fun. Shows you why, in the last 24 hours, we've seen why Caleb Jones has been on three teams. For sure. Uh, yep. In the last, what, three years? For sure. Tonight, you see why you consider him to be a valuable sure. why he keeps part of getting your NHL job. Yeah, exactly, yeah. like a depth he guy. Can do it. Yep. You know, are you gonna get are you gonna get that best out of him every night? No, but guy's solid. Mm-hmm. Guy's solid. Yep. And Sam Malinsky, I wanted to add on to your Sam Malinsky point is, you know, the frustration with Sam Malinsky when he has a bad night. This is all in service of having a, him having good nights if you need him or if you want him to be the guy in your lineup come April, come May, come yep. June while you're on a run. All of this is building towards getting him up to speed, getting him accustomed to it and getting him trusted and reliable as a player as quickly as possible to be a guy that you care about at the end of the year. Yep. If that means that you have some bad nights in November and December and January, man, it's a good time to have cool. Them. Yep. 
That doesn't mean he's never going to have a bad night in the playoffs, but having a bad night now teaches him how to have a good night on the next one. Yep. And that is so much of what professional sports is. It's so much of what our lives are, is when you have a bad day, when you go through a bad stretch, when something bad happens to you, how do you grind through it? Yep. How do you be a professional? How do you, how do you have the maturity to move through it? And, yep. and still find a way to get to your best more often than not. Yep. And Sam Malinsky is learning that on the fly right now, and it's extremely valuable experience. I talked about it on the watch long. We've talked about it a little bit on this pod, on postgame pods. The Arturi Lekkinen injury might end up being a blessing in disguise because it opens up uh, an opportunity for Jonathan Duran. We talk about opportunity all the time on this show. He has walked through that door. He is showing himself to be he a guy that, that spot. Yep. exactly a guy that you can count on in a complimentary scoring role. Yep. And a guy that you're starting to say, okay, we're we're comfortable continuing to give opportunity to him. Yep. Is he a top line guy? No. Doesn't need to be. Yep. The Sam Gerard uh, absence right now. We hope that he, whenever he's ready to go, whenever he's, you know, we hope that he comes back. Whenever he's good and ready, and we hope that's as soon as possible for his own sake. But however long it takes, it's opportunity for Sam Malinsky. And the organization, credit to them, they're giving it to him. They're saying, hey, we could we could play Caleb Jones and all the NHL experience. Yep. But they're they're saying we want to see what the kid has. And the kid's proving it. He's living up to it. And Caleb Jones has to find his way. What we've seen in the last 24 hours is the up and downs. And then if you go back to what I was saying earlier coaching staff and then you know c mac and company like trying to fix those things that we we're talking about every night any given night trying to figure out how can you be better how can you be the last team standing right at the end of of june or whatever it is the uh, that's what the business you're in right to win the last game if you don't win the last game then it's considered a failure it is and that's tough but at the same time i'll give a shout out to battaglia there and his staff Amateur guys are doing their job, but then you got Bataglia and, and, and his staff that are looking at college free agents. So you're addressing something a year in advance last year. Okay, what do we have next year? What do we have if we can go get help at free agency and, you know, or, or the Caleb Jones of the world or whatever it is? Well, let's try to get this Sam Malinsky guy. And they identify those guys and, and they go after those guys for free agencies and because draft picks are not there right now not ready so that's kudos to those guys you're in advance to make sure that there is depth right now with kale mccarr not being there sam gerard not being there all of a sudden that signing is huge today where a year ago whatever it is and whatever he signed at the end of the call uh, yeah. whenever it was over uh in march last year you know it's like oh whatever the yeah, f signed this guy out of cornell you know great awesome which you don't really care about. But when you think about it, those are big pieces of a, how an organization thinks ahead and gets, uh, you know, well, depth at the right time. You're, you're talking about an organization that the cupboards are a little bit thin when it comes to things like draft picks. That's it. And they're finding other avenues to get awesome depth pieces yeah. in their awesome. organization. Megan and I have talked a lot in the last year about an unconventional approach to prospect development. Yep. Because the front office is saying... We're using draft picks primarily to go and get NHL players. Yep. We know the numbers on second round, even second round picks. But teams love second round picks. And we're bad at drafting with them. Exactly. So we just the only, give them away. Yeah. The only second round pick that the Avs have used on a player in the last several years was one that I acquired because they had to trade a guy before the expansion draft. Yep. That was it. Sean Barron's was a, was a devil's pick. The, the pick that they acquired from the yep. Devils in the Ryan Graves deal. That pick, That's it. That's the only time they've done it. half decent. So, <laughs> so like, it's, and, and, like, they've, you know, whatever will become of Sean Barron's, we'll see. But, sure. like. Uh, and they've gotten plenty of value out of the second round picks they've moved. Exactly. And, and they've gotten value out of a lot of the guys that they've traded for. They've had some, you know, Lars Eller stings. That one doesn't feel good, especially given the prices of some more players where last you, year. Where you tried, right? You're we don't need to relitigate all the things that went down last season that ended up with Lars Eller being it is a disappointment. What it is, yeah. But, I mean, you've got to feel... Sam Malinsky right now, you feel like this approach is once again, has once again found you somebody. It got you Logan O'Connor. 
And everybody has used him as the great example of they can do this. Sam Malinsky looks like they might be another one. I don't know why he was in the press box tonight, but I still have hope that Ben Myers can be a guy that, yeah, sure. that helps you. Yeah, Absolutely. And one more thing on, on, on the Malinsky thing, for example, signing. Kudos to Malinsky and his camp as well. Because sometimes you can say, well, why would I sign with the Avalanche and those guys are a top echelon team? You don't think there team? were other teams that said, hey, you can play on our roster Absolutely. opening night next year? Absolutely. And that, for me, kudos to his, I, you know, I don't even know who his agent is, but his representation and his family and himself, to be smart enough to look at the depth and go, okay, maybe I'm suited for that team. Because she is, right? Quick yeah, activation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. I raised my hat to that. Because so many times, guys, you go after them and they look, they're like, oh, that team finished 32nd in the standings. I'm just going to sign with them because I have a better <laughs> shot at making it. No, he figured it out. This guy's 25 years old. We talked about it. Kel is older, younger than him. So where can I be a fit? And I think he did his homework. And he did his homework right and I think that the Avalanche didn't sell them a bill of goods. They sold them exactly what they were going to do. And it's been a happy marriage. We're, we're getting a little off track here. But the yes. one thing else I would add to that, especially for a defenseman who's a little bit older, a defenseman who's coming out of the college ranks, the Avs are starting to build a track record with some of these guys, especially on the defensive side. You look at Orion Graves. I get Devontae's was already an NHLer, but he was a late bloomer. Yeah. They took him in and turned him into a top 20 defenseman in the NHL. Mm-hmm. You're Sam Malinsky. You're 24 coming out of college. You're looking at a team that is taking guys like you and turning them into bona fide NHLers, if not top four, if not top two guys. Not just those guys, but look at the guys who have gotten jobs once they've left Colorado. Yep. Who is in the game for San Jose tonight? Jacob McDonald's right there, man. He's playing forward. Kyle Burroughs is also in that game. Yeah, there you go. Spent a year in Colorado. Who's playing on the on? Who's playing for the Los Angeles Kings right mm-hmm. now? It's England, Andreas England, yep. who spent years in Colorado yep. rehabbing his game and growing and learning and getting better. This organization has been showing results in not just getting some guys. Who played in Calgary last week in, in Colorado? It was Dennis Gilbert, yep. another guy who was in this organization. So you continue to have, all right, these guys, because for years, the Avalanche, when they, they were the last stop for guys in the NHL. They're not anymore. They're now a springboard. <laughs> For these triple A, these or I'm sorry, these these quad A type guys to get into Colorado, hone their games, and go get yeah. jobs elsewhere. You even have people like Mason Geertsen getting games in New Jersey a couple of years ago. Yeah. But again, kudos to what? Aaron Schneeklaw, Greg Cronin. Yeah. But also, you know what? Nolan Pratt. He's yep. done a great oh, job. Sure. Pratter's done a great job being Betsy's right hand man and dealing with the D's. And you know what? Sometimes an assistant coach you don't get a lot of credit. He's I, I think he's been masterful with dealing with all the D's there on the Colorado system. And how awesome. many how many major injuries has this defense had? Sorry. How many times how many times has uh, has Sam Gerard, Bowen Byram, Devon Taves and Kale McCarr been healthy yeah. at the same time since they got put together? <laughs> like it's seriously four years like ago. You can count on one hand. Like, like it's just it's yeah. just it's it's been so rare. So you're talking about the guys they want in their top 4. Almost always one of them is out. A yep. lot of times two of them are out. Yep. And this defense continues to truck along. Tonight's another good example. Yep. Five shots in the first period. Brighter love. Brighter love up. here. This game was dominant when you take score effects into account. Exactly. You And, and you take in the score effects and Sega Baba for the Avs and not for the Sharks. The Avs, the Avs lose the legs a little bit in the third period. They also have a big lead. Both of those combined, it's going to be a good period for the Sharks. They get outscored. Yep. It's love good it. stuff. <laughs> God, we are smart. Uh, Eric, you a golfer at all? Sure. You got a hole in one? Can do it all. No, never. Yeah, me either. AJ's got one. The I bum. do. I do? do have one. I do. <laughs> Shoot! Uh, if you are trying to get your next hole in one, or maybe it's your first, make sure you get the Colorado Golf Passport. Get it on it now. Uh, prices will increase on January 1st. So right now is the time to go get this one. It's Colorado's number one golf discount program. It's going, been going for 22 years. You can get more golf. You can get more lessons. You can get more gear. You can get more deals. Up to 60% off golf on a ton of amazing courses, including including the Ridge, Common Ground, Keystone, and more. Uh, You get a free golf cart included every single time. And there are plenty of other discounts at places like the PGA Superstore, Golf Tech, and other simulator facilities. Get on over to coloradoavidgolfer.com slash golfpassport to get yours today. Uh, Again, for everything, golf news, stories, travel, and otherwise, follow Colorado Avid Golfer 
on all of the socials and head over to coloradoavidgolfer.com and use code DNVR10. You'll save even more money. So jump on it. Get your golf passport. Get uh, get yourself golfing for the upcoming season. And then if you live on a golf course, you've probably had a couple golf balls hit your roof, things like that. Red Hawk Roofing can fix that for you. They can also fix any other damage, whether it's hail or snow or you got a leak, whatever it is. Red Hawk has you covered. And Red Hawk Roofing will give you a free inspection. They'll go up on your roof. They'll take pictures. They'll tell you everything going on up there. If anything's wrong, they'll let you know. Totally free. You don't have to commit to anything. Uh, If you do have problems and you need to get it fixed, they got you covered for that, too. They're available 24-7. They do emergency calls. So if something crazy happens, they can come out and get your roof fixed ASAP. Get on over to RedHawkRoofing.com today. Support a Colorado business. Get it going with Red Hawk Roofing. Uh, third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. We've gone off the rails a little bit here. To bring it back in, this is the Colorado <laughs> Avalanche you want. The Avs are, have proven time and time and time again they are capable of being a good, if not great, hockey team. It's about them finding it a bit more consistently than I think they have this season. That's 100% it, man. Yep. So And, like, when you get a 4.9 out of Nathan McKinnon, you're going to win. Yeah. You better win. I'll tell you that. <laughs> like, I'd be curious to look up the number of games in which he's had three or more points in the ads of loss. Because I bet it's, it's not, not many. It's not many, yeah. <laughs> but their record, pretty good in those games. I would hope I, so. I also... Um, Oh my god! <laughs> Every time, yeah. That one, yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, but but also like, yeah, you you know Ryan Johansson gets a garbage time goal, but he scores a goal. Yep. Like and and he makes two of your best plays on that five minute yep. power play early on in the game. You get a goal out of, again. You get another goal out of that Colton and Wood combination. Yep. This Oosh. time, this time it's Duran as the third guy. Honestly, that that running mate hasn't mattered much. It really hasn't. Tomas Tatar didn't work very well there. Well, he didn't work very well anywhere in Colorado. Yep. He's not here anymore. Jonathan Duran has now, you know, obviously it's only one game. But Jonathan Duran has had some moments elsewhere. Yep. And we talked about his his production, his numbers and all that. But you you have found a combination, certainly in Colton and Wood, and I, th- I, I think yep. LOC will be the long-term fit there uh, when they're healthier sure. and when guys get blah, blah, blah. That'll probably be their go-to. But you you like the consistency from the, those guys. And then you have your top line, which is giving you more good nights than bad. The bad ones are obviously very frustrating. Of but, course. you know, yeah, you're still having a conversation about your second line. Oh, your second line, your second line. You, I think it's now five games in a row that you have a point from one of the guys that was on that second line. Yep. Counting the Tatar goal in Calgary against Calgary when he was still here. Yep. And are they getting points as a line? Are they necessarily getting? Are they playing well together? No, not particularly. What even is the second line anymore? But you're still getting production. Well, you know, you're talking about all of the combination of Johansson. Yep. Druin and Colton Tatar. Wood. Gave you has given you points. Those three guys has given you points in five straight games. And, well, then and tonight, Colton point, Wood point, Druin two points, Rijo point. Whoever whoever you feel like are the second liners out of those four, they all gave you points tonight. Yeah, it's and and I think with the the Colton Wood combination specifically, Jared Bednar has found a safety blanket. Yeah, he went, he went into the season without a 100%. JT Comfer. Yep. Without some of those guys that he's always loved to fall back on. Yeah. And tonight, his other safety blanket is long being Logan O'Connor. When yep. I need something. So what does it say about how he's starting to feel about Jonathan Drew and that he puts it separate LOC? Yeah. Well, and that he puts that guy with the two guys that he trusts as much as he does already. Yep. It means Jonathan Duran is working his way up into that into the coach's yep. eyes. He's getting there. Nord eleven points in nineteen games. Nineteen games. Yep. It's a quarter of a season in the NHL. Yep. You know, now you're starting to talk about like, okay, this is starting to happen here. A little bit of that consistency uh, on yeah. the production side. I love it because you're right. JT Confer was a security blanket. Yep. For all the reasons. And, and JT did the job, right? I mean, he did. He was uh 
he was trusted by Bednar Absolutely. and the coaching staff. So now you're finding that with Colton and and Wood yep. to a certain extent as well, right? Yep. And obviously, it's always been there with Logan and you know, obviously the last few years. But it's it's fun that those guys have taken a you know 20 games or so or you know what i mean like to really get the trust factor and and you know those guys are going to play well in the playoffs mm-hmm. because they can elevate their game they can elevate up a notch i'm talking about like like energy wise yes. right? they got the you jump i mean they yeah. got the jump they can yeah. do it they're excited they're pumped so it's fun to see and then you you, you add that tonight to all of a sudden nathan mckinnon second leading scorer in the national hockey league that's pretty good not bad. You know what I mean? Not For a bad. guy that we, I mean, again, I'm harsh on, and sometimes it's, oh, we need more, need more. Second leading score. And then our friend Luke there with, with the Avs, he just, you know, posted out there that this is in franchise history, Avalanche and um, Nordiques yeah. Yeah. Uh, combined. This is the first time that a goaltender, and you've had Patrick Waugh here and Varley and those guys, in a calendar year puts up 40 wins. Georgia. That's a pretty cool stat. You know what I mean? Like, as much as we want more from him, and he hasn't been. So there's another level there, and then yeah. we're so accustomed to. But he's put up 40 wins. So that means I'm not putting the medal on him. I'm saying he's done well, but this team is goddamn good. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm trying yeah. to say. You know what I when mean? When they like, want to be. When they want to be, they're good. I don't even know if when they want. I wouldn't say that. That's harsh, for sure. But, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, they're just. Oh, man. We've seen is Calgary like is Calgary like a great NHL team? No, but we've seen that when they get when they play like a B game, yep, they can still beat most NHL teams. teams. Yeah, they can still beat most of them. And you know, are you gonna go? Are you gonna go and beat Vegas with your B game? Not often, unless Vegas plays their C game. But if they give you their B game, yeah, yeah. They're probably not beating you either. Exactly. So I agree. You know, and that's if the Avalanche, if the Avalanche especially start to get quality goaltending, that ten game run that Eric keeps talking it's about, gonna, it's, oh, it's going to happen. Yep. it's happening. Uh, I mean, I don't know about a ten and zero, but certainly an eight and two, nine and one look. Oh, 10 it's and it's on its way. Like you're going to see something like that, and it's coming. They're just they're just very very good. Yep. It's coming. Uh, we have a couple super chats to get to here. Five dollars from another Nathan, who says, oh. "Meant to type a message in my super chat." LOL. Anyways, happy birthday, Rudo. Thank you very much from one Nathan to another, uh, and then two dollars from Sasha, who says, "Happy birthday, Rudo." And the Avs won. Thumbs up. The Avs wins the big one. That's the better one. Uh, always a good time to watch the Avs on my birthday. Uh, I do you know their record on your birthday? I don't. No. All right. I have no clue. I couldn't tell you. I actually, in recent history, I actually don't think it's very good. But going back far enough, it might be great as far as I know. Somebody should go look up the abs record on December 17th real quick. Someone else can do that. I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to know. Uh, any other final thoughts from you guys before we get out of here for this one? It's a great win, man. Love it. Not going to overstate it. It's great, but it's a great win. And on the heels of last night, it it makes you feel a little bit better. There you go. You can put on the Shady Rays tonight for the bright future instead of the hiding the hangover. Uh, You can get your Shady Rays at ShadyRays.com. Use code DNVR to get 50% off your purchase of two pairs of sunglasses or more. Over 250,000 people have given them five stars. So go check them out for yourself. And they also have a, a great returns deal if you haven't seen it. Uh, and then, I don't know I, who gets, I guess uh, if Curtis McDermott, if you try to jump Curtis McDermott and he just swallows you whole. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's true. McDermott got jumped, so he should call Bacchus and Shanker at 222-222 today. Uh, any situation where you've been injured and you're not at fault, whether it's a car accident or something happened at work or otherwise, coloradolaw.net or the two number Bacchus and Shanker give you a free consultation, and if you have a case, you pay them nothing up front. They don't get paid until you get paid. So get with them. Get what you deserve. Get with Bacchus and Shanker. Bacchus and Shanker wins. Uh, That's all we got for today. We appreciate all y'all hanging out on the watch-along and this post-game show. We are back Monday for an off-day show. 
Uh, should be an interesting one. We'll see. Maybe we'll do a little bit of uh, roster baiting. Maybe otherwise. We're uh, we're on all week except for Friday. Yeah, Friday's the the day off. So yeah. you're gonna get some off day shows for the first time in uh, a while. We've had like one off day show in the last three weeks. So finally, a couple of those for you. Uh, we appreciate you all. I'm out of here for the night. I'm gonna go enjoy the last two hours of my birthday. I hope these two enjoy the rest of their night and all of you too. We will talk to you tomorrow. It's fun. It was a good one.